Hey everybody, welcome back to our Dungeons and Dragons homebrew where we pretend to play Dungeons and Dragons, but we're kind of just goofballs messing around. This is our campaign, The Masquerade of Thule, and our four heroes are gathered together in the Deadwood Mansion playing Dank Ops as they are fighting against a dark shadowy figure who has put them here against hordes of the undead. They don't know what his purpose is or what they're gonna do but hopefully they can fight them off and make their way to the final boss and rescue the kids who are in danger. I'm Jacob Stanfield, the Dungeon Master and next we have... Hi I'm Abony. I am a cleric elf named Sister Phoebe and I'm allergic to zombies so I have the sniffles. Uh, hi I'm Haley. I'm playing as Giselle, a human bard and she's a Libra. I'm Ray, I'm Nate I play Rhaegar, a dragonborn fighter, and I have a cloaca. Uh, I'm Sam. I am uh, Organborg, and my I play as a orc barbarian. And when uh, or Organborg was a kid, his brother uh, smashed his toe with a rock. So whenever uh, it, it was so bad, they had to cut it off. So it's hard for him to run sometimes. <laughs> okay. Man, you should have told me that. Now, now disadvantage on athletics. I told him. It fucked me along, but it'd be funny. It is funny. All right, so where we last left off, you guys are standing in the potion or standing in the tile room, and you've just taken the potions. Of did Sister Phoebe take hers? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think oh, wait, you no, did. No, she didn't uh, take it. Yeah, I think she has swift feet. Right. Yeah. So. Everyone took their potion except for Sister Phoebe, and round three had just ended. So, round four is about to begin, but you guys have a little bit of time to do whatever you want before the round starts. You'll know when it starts, when zombies start to appear. Okay, so, Organborg's plan last time was to stand in the hallway between the room with the cages and the spike room, because they have one path they can follow. Is that what we're still running with? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I'll take my potion now. We might need it in the long run. Mm-hmm. So I take quick feet potion. All right. Get it in the long run. <laughs> You're so funny, Giselle. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, sister. <laughs> All right, Sister Phoebe, your speed is now doubled. So you go from Jeez. 30 to 60, which... That really is more in effect when we play with a um, grid, but just know that you are faster, and if you have to make an ability check in relation to you moving quickly, you will now get advantage. Bet. Okay. <laughs> All of the potions you have taken require attunement, but we will say for this purpose, if you can make it through the Deadwood Mansion and get out, all of your items and potions will have then been attuned to you unless they are taken away from you. Like, you have to hold it throughout the entire thing, right. basically. All right. So, it's up to you guys now. Wherever you want to go, whatever you want to do. You still have a little bit of time. Should we open the door? The door with the soul that costs a soul? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, should, we should open it. I door. think, okay, who still doesn't have any kind of weapon? Me. Me. I think we you have spells. We though. have spells. We do have spells. I was gonna say if well, we want some melee. A bard cannot perform spells without an instrument of some kind. It can be a makeshift instrument, but you have to you have to be able to have 
something to make music with. What is? You can use your voice and sing, I think, but I, I'm pretty sure you are supposed to have, like, anything that can be an instrument. So I shouldn't have been doing spells without... It's okay if you already have. It'll be fun. But, like, if you if you do, you have to, like, finger drum or something. You gotta do something to make music to cast your spells. Okay. Well, yeah, yes. yeah. I think I can heal Sister Phoebe before a new round starts out of nowhere. Can I cast a spell now? You have to perform some kind of musical way to do so, but yes. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to cast a spell on Abony. It's called Healing Word. Creature of your choice that you can see within range regains hit points equal to 1d4 plus your spell casting ability modifier. So 1d4 plus my ability modifier is plus 4. Okay. What Wait. music do you do to cast this spell? Um, I play drums on the nearest wall, and I say... You do the cup song? <laughs> I got my ticket. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Five minutes later. Okay, I'm <laughs> Sister BB. Three plus four. Plus seven Heck hit yeah. points. Okay. Thank you. So I can't use that one anymore, but... Very nice. That's all right. You still have a little bit of time. Is there anything else you guys want to do? We could we could try to get y'all weapons. Like we could pull more hooks down from the ceiling in the tower room if y'all want. But if not, then if y'all or... want to some melee. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Okay. okay. Do we need to perform? Some yes. Kind of role for that? Someone has to perform a strength check again, and if they. It's a, again, it's a range. So if you pull it down too hard, you will break it like Rhaegar did and only get the hook. If you pull it down not hard enough, you won't get anything. And if you pull it down just right, you'll get the hook and the chain. Okay. So someone perform a strength check with a d20. Yes. 12 plus 416. Organ board pulls it down with the perfect amount of strength to provide a chain with a hook on the end of it. Mm-hmm. So this will be this will be a sickle weapon, which is a one uh, d four of damage, and it will have it will have the advantage. It's a simple weapon, and it'll have the advantage of range to it. So you can strike zombies or opponents that are outside of your normal melee range, but you. For your modifier, you'll still use strength because you're swinging it, but you, uh, like you, you don't have to be right in their face to hit them with it. Okay. Can I get one too? There, there's it. only one. Oh. Yeah, we're giving it to you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm proficient in that. Yes. Okay. I had an idea to, to, if it was just the hook, we're going to bend it into a triangle somehow and she could use that for <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would be cool. Musical weapon or whatever. All right. All right, so now the next round has started, and you see a few zombies peeling towards you coming in to the tile room from the hallway. Oh, no! Let's get this shit. It's the same initiative roll, so it goes, uh, Rhaegar, Organborg, Zombies, Phoebe, Giselle. Okay. All right, don't mess it up. All right. So... I'm going to go to the nearest zombie, and I'm going to get my hooks, my sickles. I'm going to grab either side of it, and I'm just going to attempt to completely 
half it. All right, roll for damage. Uh, you can only use one sickle right now because okay. as a class feature, you will eventually be able to use dual wield fighting, but you'll you'll only be able to use one sickle, and it'll be a d4 of okay. damage. So plus your can I have sickle strength. Yeah, here. <laughs> Give him a sickle real quick. All right, so I'm gonna stick it right in his throat, rip him down. Sixteen. You definitely hit. <laughs> Four. Do you get to add your? Did you add your strength? Okay. You deal four damage to the horde. Very nice. All right, next is Organborg. All right, so I, I also want to get my hook out. I just want to, like, I don't want to stab the sharp part into the head. I just want to hit him with the, I guess, the, the dull end and just knock him on their head. All right, go ahead. Uh, 13. You hit. Four. Oh, add your strength modifier too. Eight. Okay, and now we're getting some big boy hits up in here. All right. Next up is the zombies. They're all going to attack you, going for each of you. So they'll have to make four attack rolls. Organ board, they do not hit you. Rhaegar, your AC? Twelve. They manage to hit Rhaegar and deal... Two damage. They do not hit Giselle. In fact, they try to hit Giselle, but the poor zombies fumbling over themselves managed to all trip and fall down as they rolled a critical fail. And, unfortunately, one of the zombies' teeth landed into another and just took out his ankle, so they're going to deal some damage to themselves. Perfect. They took seven damage from their own folly. Clumsy bitches. <laughs> <laughs> now yeah. Look at them fall over there. All right. Next, we are to Giselle, or Phoebe. What's your AC? Thirteen. They do not hit Phoebe. All right. Next is Sister Phoebe. It's your turn. I'm gonna cast Sacred Flame again, and they must succeed on a Dexterity saving throw. All right. My spell save DC is twelve. The zombies most definitely do not succeed. In fact, they rolled another critical fail. So is that double damage? I don't know. According to the rules, probably not, but I'll allow it because I can't believe I just rolled two critical (laughs) fails. That is six plus four. Wait, no. What are you doing? I rolled a four first. Okay, so eight. They take eight damage. All right. Next up is Giselle. Okay. I'm going to take my sickle chain and just fly at a zombie, just one, and aim for his head. All right, roll to hit. Okay. 19 plus, you hit. <laughs> plus 2, 21, and then damage. Sorry. 4 plus my strength, 7. Golly. All right. Perfect. Now it is back to Rhaegar. Okay, so go for the next zombie. I'm gonna take my hook and go straight for his mouth. I'm gonna rip that boy open with a nat twenty. Ooh, right, kicked him right in the rotting mouth. And a six. All right, so that's is that doubled or? Yeah, oh, doubled. yeah, then twelve. Yes. All righty. 
Y'all are whipping up on this horde. It's almost as if we started playing with the right damage <laughs> values. Yeah. We were whipping butt before we got this two. Whip true, butt. true. <laughs> Except whipping for those times. Alright, Oregon Borg, it's to you. Alright, so I wanna I wanna run up to him and do a slide kick on him. Alright, go ahead. Five. You barely managed to hit that zombie. Six. Alright. The zombie takes six damage, or the horde, rather, takes six damage. Alright, now it is their turn. Ooh. Organ board. They go for you first, and they hit a nat 20. <laughs> so... You unfortunately take eight damage. Oh wow, that would kill me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now they're going for Rhaegar. They do not hit Rhaegar. They rolled a nine. They probably hit Giselle with a seventeen. Yeah. All right. Yay. They deal one damage. And now they go for Phoebe. They critically fail again. Heck yeah. And deal damage to themselves because they're super confused about who they're trying to eat and who they're not. And they take three damage. All right. Back to Rhaegar. It's my turn. Uh, back to Phoebe. That's okay. I do this every time. You do. It's because I'm a woman. I always, <laughs> no, it's because I always think the zombies are going last. Okay, um, well, how are you, how are you doing, Oregon Board? I'm great. I'm just yelling I'm actually great. over to you. Are you really? I'm doing good! Okay, well then I won't heal you. Um, I'm gonna run up to the next zombie. I'm gonna do, like, the Black Widow thing. I know I have to roll acrobatics on that, but you know what I'm talking about. The She runs up and she, like, takes her crotch and puts it in her face <laughs> and, like, with spins your, around. With your open robes that you don't have anything <laughs> on. Yes. Roll, yes. roll, <laughs> roll, roll acrobatics with disadvantage because you. Why? Well, I guess you're pretty free, so you don't <laughs> need disadvantage. Pretty limber in those bad boys. It doesn't matter. I rolled a two. <laughs> Ooh, well, you most definitely do not pull off your stump maneuver. In fact, it is so bad that you put yourself in a position to be noshed on by some zombies. No! They're gonna try. They're gonna attempt to hit you. What's your AC? 13. They do not manage to hit you somehow. You they recovered suck. enough. They were distracted by mm-hmm. my I'm glad she vagina. didn't get a ZTI. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> ZTI? Zombie. Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Be a zoddy. Zombie urinary tract infection. Yeah. Or zerpes. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Zonorrhea. Well, actually... Uh, mononucleosis, or what you know, mono is actually called herpes zoster. If did not know that, yeah, thank you, nurse. DM. No problem, <laughs> just here to bless y'all with my knowledge of zombie infection. Yeah, all right, Giselle, it's your turn. Oh, sorry, okay, I'm gonna run up and kick one in his balls. Zombie Assuming balls, they have balls. I'm just gonna run and kick as hard as I can. Okay. With my foot. 
<laughs> 18 plus 2 is a 20. I don't think I want to kick with anything oh. else. <laughs> 3 damage. Alright. I'm not proficient in my leg. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now it is back to Rhaegar. Okay. Uh, do we know how many are left? Remember we're not doing like... There, oh, yeah, we're not it's, doing a, it's a horde of... Of a bunch. Of a bunch. Okay. So, of a couple. Okay. Definitely less than half. Okay. I already used my fire breath, didn't I? You have used your yeah, fire breath you, since you, you have you short rested, yes. Okay. Alright. Twelve. You hit. Okay. I'm going to take the sickle. I'm going to wrap around my fist, kind of like brass knuckles. And I'm just going to deck a man right in the, right in the nose hole. With a five. Alright. Now it is to Organborg. Alright, I wanna I wanna take my hook and I wanna I wanna stab it through one of their shoulders coming down on them. Alright, go ahead. Five? You, Actually it's a seven. Okay. You you hit. Six. Alright. The zombie horde is starting to thin out considerably. There are only a few left. And it is their turn. They're going to start with Organ Borg. They do not manage to hit Organ Borg with an 8. They don't manage to hit Rhaegar with a 9. They clock Giselle with a 19 as retribution for the ball kicking that just went on. And they are going to deal two damage. So dead. Are you dead? No, I'm almost dead. Oh, oh goodness. I'm sorry. It's okay. And now they are going after Sister Phoebe. This is terrible. Dealing a 14. They hit me. They hit with another two damage. Uh, no. <laughs> they hate women. They do. They're misogynistic zombies. We have to gang up on them, Giselle. I agree. I guess we already are. Well, it's your turn, Sister Phoebe. It is Phoebe. my turn. And I am going to pull out the big guns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do... <laughs> inflict um, wounds. Inflict wounds. It is a spell where I have to touch them. So I reach out and I touch one of the zombies. Um, and now they have to take 3d10... Oh wow! Three d ten. Okay. Is there okay. any saving? Is there any saving throw or anything? No, because I touched it. Okay. Well, I think you should make a roll to touch it. Okay. Well, I'm on the floor right next to them. Okay. Remember? Cause yeah. Because you did your failed black widow attempt. Well, I guess that's good then. Go ahead. You grab an ankle or something. Yeah. So, do you want me to just? Multiply uh, by three. Okay, six times three. Is 18. I did 18 damage. <laughs> Dang. I'm a woman. I can't do math. That's Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> there are only two meager zombie, zombies. Zombies. Two meager zombies are left. And it is Giselle's turn. Sorry, guys. I'm going to go hide in the nearest corner. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. What happened to ganging up on this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fine. Come on, Giselle. Are you sure, guys? Should I? Go for it. Okay. <laughs> After some 
good convincing. I run up to the closest zombie and I just punch him in the throat. Alright, roll to it. Ten. You hit. One damage. You deal one damage to one of the two zombies that are left. Ow. <laughs> Alright. That punch must have hurt a little bit. <laughs> Alright, now we're back to Rhaegar. Okay. I'm going to do my, my hand clap to his ears. Oh, yes. Discombobulate. Discombobulation. <laughs> An eight. You hit. And a two. All right. Now we're to Organborg. With a powerful enough attack, you might be able to finish off the last two zombies. Mm-hmm. All right. I want to... I guess I'll get my hook again and just try to... Thrust into him, even though it's not a thrusting thrust. weapon. Thrust. All right. Thrust so hard. Fourteen. All right. Seven. There is one zombie left, and he is crawling on the ground. He has one hit point. We should just leave him. Yeah. The guy got mad last time. The dark shadowy figure did get mad at you last time and warned you not to do it again. I don't think we should. I think he needs to die. Well, what if this is the last wave? Do we know how many waves there are? Mm -hmm. I don't think it's the last one. I don't think it's the last one. I say we kill him and just hurry and go get our stuff. Okay. Okay. Well, it's the zombie's turn, so he's going to try and hit you with disadvantage because he is crawling on the ground. Organ board, what's your AC? 13. He misses. Barely. He nips at your ankles. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what would you guys like to do? I want to pee on him. Okay. What? Yeah, pee on him. Why don't we kill him? I thought you crawl when you pee. You're going to find out why. <laughs> Oh goodness! <laughs> Everyone, look away. Okay. I don't look away. I pull out my I pull out my cloaca. <laughs> I guess I unsheath my cloaca. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a small stream of fire starts oh. coming out of my cloaca, just enough to burn through his head. Oh. This is public indecency. And, I'm sitting and that was nice. And I'm, and I'm sitting here. <laughs> oh. Get it out. Get it all out. When dragonborns get UTIs, they piss fire. <laughs> nice. Very nice. All right. So the round is over. You now have a brief time to investigate or prepare yourselves or both before the next one begins. Do we want to go in that one room? Yeah, yes. let's open the door. Okay. Yeah. I have six hit points left. What about the room right behind us with the cages and what we assume is the children? Oh, yeah, the children. Should we try and talk to them? We don't know if they are. We well, we don't know what they are yet. Well, let's go. Let's go. Check y'all, it out. y'all two can see in the dark. Yeah, let's hey. go. Let's go check it out. Hey, oh, I guess we need to roll perception then. Roll investigation, cause you know what you're looking for. Okay. You do it. Yeah. Uh, fifteen. All right. You can clearly see three cages with three kids in them. They all are very lethargic and are alive. Like you can see their chest rising and falling, but they are unresponsive. 
We should have saved that one potion for the poor little kids. I've got the apples. Very, you need a, you can I use apples. my cure wounds on NPC in, on the kids? Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can cure. You can cure an NPC. Okay. If you haven't expended all your spells. It's divine domain. Oh. They're okay. unlimited. Um. Okay. Yeah. I think I want to go up to one of the kids. I mean, I guess they're in the cage. I have to touch them. Yeah, you would have to reach through. Are they close enough to reach? Yeah, you can. You okay. can reach them. Then I'm gonna reach my hand through the cage, and I'm going to try and like cure any wounds that the child would have. Bless them, sister. Bless them. Yeah, they regain hit points to 1d8 plus 2. Alright, well, give us a quick little prayer that you say before you bless them. Okay. To the mother, maiden, and crone, Angerod, watch over your daughters and keep them safe from men. (laughs) The child you healed was a boy. (laughs) <laughs> Children don't count. Oh, okay. They appear in the mother's eye. All right, so as you do this, the child starts to wake up and look around. And very puzzled, he says, Who are you? I'm a priestess of the goddess Angerod, and she has just saved your life. How How did I How did I get here? Where? Where's here? What are... What is going on? We thought you could answer that question. I don't know. What's the last thing you remember? I was with my father, and then all of a sudden, everything went black? I I, I can't really remember too well. I don't even know what's going on. What? Why am I in a cage? What is your name, boy? My, my name's Tommy. What? Hey, Tommy. All right. Well, we're lo- we're actually looking for you, Tommy. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, I guess that's good then that you found me. Can I go home now? So, actually, Tommy, we have no way out of here yet. So, we're gonna have to leave you here for a little bit. Okay. You you responded to that a lot better than I thought you would, Tommy. I I appreciate that. Someone make an insight roll. You got it. Oh my gosh. 11. You can tell there's something really off about this kid. This is not how a normal kid would act in this situation. What? He doesn't have a soul. <gasps> oh, no. Wait, we have, like... Can we give him a soul? <laughs> wait, wait, I don't want to give him a soul yet. Wait, wait, wait. He's kind of chill being here. We can give him his soul You're later. So, oh, okay, my God. We'll leave this him is here devastating. so he can be calm. Exactly. Yeah. He might freak okay. out if we I don't have a soul? soul? No, Tommy, 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 Tommy. No, no, no. no. We were talking about about zombies. The zombies. I guess that's okay. Yeah, no, you're good, Tommy. Hey, hey, I don't feel very different. Yeah, no, you're straight. Do you think you can just sit here while the grown-ups talk? Sure. Okay, let's go talk over here. All right, we'll we'll see you in a little bit, Tommy. Bye. (laughs) That's so sad. (laughs) So (laughs) sad. (laughs) If I...
there's three kids, right? Yeah. Those souls probably went into that potion that Giselle drank. (laughs) 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 I drank his soul. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. You're eating kids. Okay. We have plenty of souls to give back to him, though. Okay, so here's what here's what here's what we need to do. He might be different, but he's it's a different soul. Yeah, we just we just need to leave him here for a little bit, because if even if we release them now, where are they gonna go? Because we even we can't get out of here. There's no way to escape unless we beat him. So we just need to let him chill. We've got plenty of souls that we can restore to them. What if we get him in the wrong soul? I might come out different. We'll we'll put a soul meter on, find a good one. Okay. Or we'll take Tommy's out of yours and give you enough. Okay. So should we go to another room in the meantime and try and get some weapons? I said we go open that we'll soul, open that soul door. Yeah. All right. So as you guys come out, you uh, come in front of the door that's at the top of the stairs. It still says one soul to open. Okay. Kiss the skull. All right, a soul shoots out of the eyes of the skull, and you are now left with 14 souls. And the doors open. Did we not get any souls from the zombies we just Oh, yeah, you have a lot more than 14 souls. (laughs) My bad. You have uh, 14 plus 16, so you have 30 souls. Now we have 29 souls. No, I I accounted for the one you just lost. So you have 30 souls total now. Okay. Okay. Alright, we walk in the room. Alright, someone roll perception. I don't perceive nothing at all. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing at all? I mean, I got a five. Well, you notice that it is a study of sorts. I'm going to try and perceive with an 18. With an eight, with a nineteen, you can tell that there are some odd things in this study. Behind the desk is a long rectangular box, and on top of it is a painted question mark. Also, there's a lot of things dis discombobulated in the office. There's papers shuffled around, almost as if someone was looking for something. And there's a closet door that. Does not have a sole requirement for it, but it is locked. Okay. I want to open the box. You do that if you want. Okay. It looks yeah, dangerous. You should, you should open the box. Yeah. I'm gonna open the box. As you get to the box, it says that it cost five souls. Are you guys okay with me spending five souls we in this box? Go ahead. We, we got, got another wave coming. Okay. I mean, come we have thirty. All right. Here we go. One. As you kiss the skull, five souls shoot out of the eyeballs and into the box, and it opens up and starts playing an odd melody, almost like a jack-in-the-box melody, as it goes through, and you see a ton of weapons flash by. As the the weapons flash by, you must roll a d20 to see what you get. My goodness. Everyone? 15. As you land on a 15, you get 
a Warhammer where it stops, and but you must trade in the weapon you are holding for the Warhammer. Easy. Take the hook. <laughs> All right. I want to do it. I don't have any weapons. Go ahead. Can I? You have 25 souls left. Are we okay? Is everyone yeah, okay? Yeah, wait. I don't have any weapons. Yeah, but you don't have anything to trade. You can buy it without. Okay. It. You just can't okay. have. You, you just, just can't have yeah. more. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, good, yeah. Good, good, good. Okay. We get five souls. <laughs> yeah. I roll a 14. You pull out a long sword. Heck yeah. Well, you're not proficient in long swords. Yes, I am. Are you sure? It's in my proficiency. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Me next, cool. me next. Okay, me okay, next. okay, okay. Five okay. Souls. Kiss it, kiss it. Okay. Four. You get a hand axe. Yay! I want weapon. I want weapon. (laughs) All right, you're down to 15 souls now after organ borer spins. Kiss it. (laughs) 17. You get a blast box. Out out of the cube, you get a. Not really glass. It's a transparent cube, and inside are flashes of light. A blast box is a wondrous item that's common. It's a crystal cube that contains a highly volatile substance that explodes on impact. You can use it as an action to throw the cube up to 60 feet. It explodes on impact and is destroyed, and each creature within a 10-foot radius must succeed on a 15-deck saving throw. If they fail, they take 2d8 thunder damage and are pushed away 10 feet from the point of impact. Hmm. You have gotten three out of the box. Okay. This is a item off of Reddit from a post made by Unearthed Arcana. Thank you very much for making this item. Thank you. All right. You guys have 15 souls. And the next round has started, and zombies begin to pour in through the door. All right. We're going to keep our order, so Rhaegar is first. No point for rest. No rest for the wicked. I'm going to take my axe, or my new war hammer, and wielding it two-handed, I'm going to... Swipe at the nearest zombie. Straight for the face with an eight. All right. Do you, is that your attack or your damage? It's my attack. Okay, you hit. Oh wait, wait. That no, is my damage. damage. I rolled a sixteen. Oh, oh okay. A sixteen. Yeah. All right. You deal eight damage to the zombie. Next, we have organ board. All right. So I want to get my hook and I want to slash at one of like their legs. All right. 17. Five damage. All right. Next, we have the zombies. They're going to roll to attack, and now they hit a little bit harder as we have entered round five. All right. First, they go for Oregon Borg. They totally miss Oregon Borg. That's what I'm talking about. They are real bad at swinging at orcs. All right, next, Rhaegar, your class, or your AC. 12. They barely managed to miss Rhaegar. Giselle, your AC. 14. They miss. Yes. BB, they definitely hit you with a 16. No. And you 
well now now they well, I can't tell you how much damage they deal, but you take eight damage. Oh my! Ah! This is not good, guys. Um, I'm screaming in pain. I'm writhing. Ah! All right. Next is Phoebe. It's your turn. Okay. As a as a last resort, I'm gonna take my. Not really a last resort because there's a lot of them, but my last resort. I'm gonna take my long sword and I'm gonna go for their legs. I'm gonna swing really All right. wide. Um, I rolled a 16. You hit. Do, do, do. I'm using both hands, so I get to roll a d10. This is not a d. Uh, this is a d10. This is a d10. Yes. Or, well, that's a percentile, but it's the same thing. Yeah. Is this dice? Yeah. Um, three. All right, that you deal a whopping good. three damage. All right. Next, we have Rhaegar, and I will remind y'all, you don't. Or yeah, we have Giselle, but I'll still remind you, you don't have to necessarily fight. You are in combat, but you can move throughout the house. You don't have to stay in this room. It's Giselle's turn. I'm just going to go ahead and try and attack while I have health. I'm going to take my hand axe and just swipe it as many as I can. Uh, ten. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You're good. Four damage. All Wait, right. four plus three, seven damage. All right, you deal a whopping seven damage to the horde. All right. Now it is Rhaegar's turn. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to take my Warhammer. And I'm going to go for two of them with just swing strike. Six. Do you want me to just double it? Do you... You're rolling a D4. What, oh, wait, a D4 what am I for? doing? Yeah. What am I doing? I want to hurt him. A nine. Another nine. Because, well, I think because of your class, you can't actually swing it too. Because that's like a multi-attack, which is a no, feature that you will true. gain later. True. So you would deal nine damage. Yeah, let me hit that one. All right. Nice. Now, Oregon Borg. Okay, so I want to back away from the zombies real quick. And I want to try to lower a shoulder and run into that door that's locked. Oh, Okay. Give me a strength check. 18 plus 4 22. You managed to knock over that door with the force of a thousand orcs. And inside, you find a strange looking thing. You're not quite sure what it could be, but it appears to have a grip and it looks like a part of some kind that could possibly be used to make something later. Okay, I. I I'll take that. Alright, that was your turn, so now it's the zombies' turn. They rolled a hit. They miss Organ Board. They miss Rhaegar. They miss Giselle. Perfect. Ooh, they do not miss Sister Phoebe. Mm. They deal one damage. No! Sister Phoebe Sister. is down. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Okay. Sister Phoebe is now in death saves. She can be stabilized by one of you who would get to her and uh, make either if you have a spell or you can make a medicine roll. Um, now we'll go ahead and say she's taken out, so it's... Do you know whose turn it is? It's Giselle's turn. Yeah, okay. Giselle's turn. Okay. I'm going to just use my hand axe again and just slice one straight down the middle of its head. All right. 14. Uh, five damage. All right. The whore takes five damage. Next we have or uh, Rhaegar. Okay. okay, Rhaegar, it's your turn. All right. And 19. And I'm going to take my Warhammer. And I'm just going to go from the nearest zombie. I'm going to come straight down on his head with an 11. Oh, man. You deal 11 damage? Nice. And then I'm also going to use Second Wind. Okay. With a bonus action. And I get to heal 1d10 plus my level. Very nice. So I'm going to go with another zombie with a 11. And another 11. Dang, son. And then I'm going to heal up the end. All right. Five. Oh, wait. Well, you're Six. second level. Six. Okay. Nice Next one. is Organ Board. All right. Uh, I'm going to invoke my rage as a barbarian, so I, I get just mad as hell. You know, Sister Phoebe's down, and I'm, I'm just mad as just all shit. <laughs> and I, I want to just go in. And start clobbering on these bad boys. Alright. What does rage do for you? Uh, I get advantage on strength checks. And I get a bonus damage roll on uh, as I increase as levels. So I get uh, two damage on my roll. I think that's... Just so you just add two to your damage? Yeah. Okay. And it lasts for a minute. Okay. So anything you do in the next ten rounds of combat or until combat ends, you get to add two to all damage on top of whatever your modifiers are. Okay. So I, I rolled a 14 for... You hit. Oh, I was going to use my hook too. Just, just... Okay. So eight damage. All right. Next, it is the zombie's turn, and they're going to go for Organ Borg first. They hit, and they deal seven damage. Sweet. Okay, I'm outside. Your turn. Brett. They go for go. Rhaegar and critically fail, damaging themselves in the process, dealing six damage to themselves. They are now dwindling down. There's about... Nine zombies left in this go around, and next they're going to Giselle, and they miss her with a six. All right, so now it is Sister Phoebe's turn to be in death saves. So, what you're gonna have to do is roll a d20. If it's even, you will get a save, if it's odd, you will get a death. 
That's odd. You have one death. All right, now it is to Giselle. Okay, I'm just gonna go with my hand axe again and strike. Because I'm like, this is for Sister Phoebe. Yes, okay. Uh, seven. Do you I managed know? to hit. Okay, cool. These zombies are really soft. They hit easy. Four plus three, seven damage. Nice. All right. Now we are to Rhaegar. Okay. I am going to go at another zombie. And I'm going to swing up with my war hammer. Like an uppercut, except with a hammer. The non. And a 10. Alright. You deal 10 damage. Nice. Organ Borg's turn. Uh, I guess I, I'm still in my rage, so I will use my hook again and try to slam it down on one of them. 17. 8 damage. Alright. Nice. Now it says to the zombie's turn. Oh, they're going to roll for Organ Borg. They miss with a five. They hit Rhaegar with a 16, and they deal eight damage. Oh, my goodness. All right. They're going for Giselle now, and they miss with an eight. Yes. All right. Now we are to Giselle. Or Sister Phoebe gets to roll. And I actually think you have to hit all three deaths, if I'm not I mistaken. I'm pretty sure it is all three deaths. You hope to your gods. Yeah. You hope to the goddess. Let us pray. And if you, I didn't, I didn't tell you what if it was even or odd, but we can keep. Oh, does it change? It doesn't matter. Yeah, we'll say it was the same, so that was a death. But <laughs> this is so bad. I'll also say this, because you were a cleric. You can make an appeal to your goddess. <gasps> okay. But we'll wait till your next turn. Okay. Because you're on your last death or save. Yeah. Also, can, any of you can make a medicine roll. Yeah, they can make oh. a medicine roll any time. Why are y'all just like letting me? I completely forgot. <laughs> they'll have to. They'll have to make an acrobatics okay, roll to try and rage. get to you. Okay. Yeah, you I can but I can also, um. On your next turn, if you are not resuscitated, you can make you can. This is for clerics. Like, I mean, as far as this campaign goes, you can pray to your god at any time for anything, whether your god says yes or not. Yeah. Depends on your role and the DM's you discretion. You can convince the goddess. You you converted me. You're doing your job as a sister. You would do that for me. <laughs> well, she's dead. Oh, I know. But I she can't tell her to goddess. You're talking but to you're, me. But you can't tell her that. Because she's dead. Plane. I never oh. said that. You're like, <laughs> Sister Phoebe, hear me. Yeah. Okay, so now uh, me. we're at Giselle. Yeah, it's okay. your turn. Then, so I want to make a medicine roll to try and heal her, but I'll roll for You my have to roll acrobatics okay. to see if you can get around the zombies to get to her. Oh, yeah. 9 plus 5, 14. You most definitely make it okay. around the zombies unscathed and okay. get to Sister Phoebe. For a medicine roll. How does this work? Do you will roll medicine. Okay. And if you have above a certain DC that I, that I have in my head, then you will pull
pull off a uh, stabilization and she will be up with one hit point. It's five. Because <laughs> I get plus one all of my ones. I'm not proficient in. Oh. Unfortunately, Giselle is not very medically versed. Mm. And uh, her sad. her music is no. her strong suit, not her no. medical knowledge. No. So, that kind of hurt when I hit my head. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Sister Phoebe is not stabilized and is now back to Rhaegar's turn. I'm trying. Okay. It's okay. I'm, I'm just going to keep wailing at these zombies. I'm going to take my Warhammer, and I'm just going to go for one of them right in the sternum. Sternum with a nat 20. Ooh! Double the damage. 18. Oh, very nice. All right. Now it is to Organborg, and there are so little zombies now that it is possible for you to take them out in one fell swoop with if you use your strength. Or whatever, I don't know. There's not a lot of zombies. <laughs> okay. Um, In fact, there's two. I will use my hook and try to sm- smash it around on one of them's head. I got a 10. All right. 10 damage. Very nice. There's only one zombie left, and he is crumbled to the ground. He is very immobile. He cannot move very much. I keep making crawlers. <laughs> Alright. It is Giselle's turn. Or it's the zombie's turn, but he gets disadvantage on his attack because he is crawling. Oh, y'all best be lucky that he has disadvantage because he rolled a nat 20 the first time. It doesn't <laughs> matter because he had disadvantage. Alright. It's um, my turn. It is your turn. to, But you're also out of combat now, unless, like, essentially, because the, I mean, the crawler's gonna, yeah, y'all have to dodge the crawler, but really you're out of combat, combat pretty so. much. So my rage goes okay. away, just... So you can be stabilized down. by anybody now. Okay, I'll try again, since I'm near her. Okay. Since I'm near her. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay, seven. Well, uh, Giselle is not very medically versed. <laughs> what if we all try it one time? Uh, no? Just someone else. Okay. Try, right. if you're all gonna right. try and so, stabilize so, her. So. If this dude's like nothing, let's just step on him. Bless. Can you worry about? And me? I'm coming to you. No, that's what I'm doing. I'm gonna make sure he's dead, and I'm coming to you. All right. I mean, there's no, there's no left, so I don't have to roll for it. No, you, okay. no. Oh my god. Is two enough? I critically failed. You did. Two is not a critical. Did you no, roll? I critically one, failed, but he's got. No matter no, what. Uh, you, no, no, no. you go to step on the zombie. And when you do, your large dragonborn foot misses, and you thrust it to the floor where you are now stuck with one foot in the floor. I'm sorry, I was coming over to you. The zombie will get an opportunity attack because you're stuck in the floor. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> he he rolled a five for damage. Oh, oh my, my gosh. These zombies hurt. You're getting up in the rounds. They're tough. I think we should keep this one walking around for a minute. He said not to, but we got to get things straight. Or you, why don't you try medicine? What if uh, you're yeah, good I'm at gonna, it? I'm going to try to go over towards Sister Phoebe and throw some medicine at her. Eight. 
It is not enough okay. to stabilize Sister Phoebe. We tried. <laughs> In the realm no between life and death, I appeal to my goddess. My soul reaches out to my goddess. All right, say your prayer and roll religion. Dearest Mother Maiden and Crone, I have been a humble servant to you all of my life. For those at home, everyone is praying with me. That didn't even move. Oh, she hates her. She, she literally dropped it on that. <laughs> she didn't even. It didn't even roll. Her <laughs> goddess. Her goddess has abandoned her. Tell us what you rolled, Sister Phoebe. Oh. Oh. <laughs> the dark, shadowy figure's voice no. comes over the magical PA system. You fools. You think you can appeal to your gods? The only god here is me. And with that, the next round begins. Oh my god! Oh. Alright, the crawler right. explode or something? We need to leave. Yeah. We need to leave. Alright, no, no. no. How well, she leave? gotta get up. So, roll medicine again, but while you're still right beside her. She gotta get up. Um, I thought eight. that was her last one. No, uh, no. She's she has one more death. That was her appeal oh. to the goddess. Can someone just pick me up and move my body, please? Well, you're not stabilized. You have to okay. be stabilized. Okay. So, so we're gonna roll. go around... And All the Giselle has tried. Rhaegar, you have to get out of the floor. So you have to make a strength check first to get out of the floor. Oh, yeah. Not 20. Okay, yeah. yeah. You, you come out of the floor and in doing so, somehow improve your soldier senses to give you better medical knowledge. You now have advantage on your next medicine roll with that nat 20. <laughs> Okay, a twelve. You a critical. Yeah, but it was it was, it was, it was a damage. Damage. Yeah. advantage. Okay, so please tell me twelve is enough. Twelve is enough. Oh, thank to God! Stabilize Sister Phoebe, but she is unconscious. She has one HP, but is of no use to you and a utter liability we going into go. round six. We we need to put her. In Let's put her in the closet. We can't get in the closet. I, I, yeah, like my, I didn't get the roll messing. Can I go put her with the kids in the cages? Yes. All right, that's a, do I have to roll anything? You'll have to roll athletics with disadvantage because you are missing your big toe from the accident <laughs> with your brother. <laughs> yes. Yes. So. Oh, <laughs> what was it? I hope I roll a second nat 20. <laughs> What? Athletics? Oh, athletics. Yeah, you get to add. You get to add your modifier. Uh, six. Yeah. So fourteen. Fourteen. You are you're a hundred percent able to get Sister Phoebe <laughs> to the where you want to take her. We're, we're going to take her where Tommy is. Where the, okay. where the kids are. We're going to open the cage and put her in there with Tommy and be like Tommy. No, we don't want to put her in there with Tommy just in case. We'll, oh, put, her, we'll put her in the corner, in the dark corner. I'd rather put her in the cage. <laughs> I think Tommy has no soul. He'll be okay with it. I will say, if she is not in the cage, she will be open to attack. Okay, so I'm I'll, gonna put her, I'll put her in the yeah. cage then. But, Tommy, hey, so Sister Phoebe isn't feeling too She's good. She's taking a nap. She just needs to take a nap here. Is that okay? Yeah, okay. All right, we'll open <laughs> okay. the cage, put Sister Phoebe in. Close the cage. All right, Tommy, we'll be back in a little bit. 
Okay. See you, Tommy. <laughs> you ate it so long. Alright. So now the three of you are out of the cage and our round six is beginning. Alright, so you guys are in the cage room right now. Where are you gonna go? What are you gonna do? Okay. So with the next round starting. I say we need to go. We need to look because we're both, or we're all running pretty low except Wardenborg. He seems okay. And we need to close this stone wall behind him. I remember the tile that I pressed. So let's get out of this room. All right. All right. The door closes and locks in the kids and Sister Phoebe. All right. Now, you guys, the round has started, but you have a little bit of time before the zombies get to you. So you can go wherever you would like. Okay. Let's run. Let's go down the part of the hallway we haven't been yet. You've been down either side. You haven't the. You've pretty much been everywhere on the top floor that you could have accessed already. The only place for you to go that's new would be back downstairs. Hmm. Let's go downstairs. We run downstairs. All right. As you get downstairs, excuse me. Zombies are starting to file in from various places. So now, when you go to a different room, you'll have to make an acrobatics check to see if they get the chance to hit you. Okay. So, there's a couple things you could do. In front of you, you're standing in the big circle area at the bottom of the stairs. In front of you is the door that leads outside and it opens up into a larger, almost like a lobby space, but it's a it's a bigger space that you have not been and you have not investigated. And then behind you are a pair of doors that are like interior doors similar to like the study and then there's another similarly to upstairs a hallway going left and a hallway going right let's just go with the one right behind us the closest one okay acrobatics roll yes you'll have to make an acrobatics roll to get there to, and see if the zombies get a chance to hit you all right what are your rolls 23 you're good. <laughs> Dang. Ten. The zombies will get a chance to hit you. Four. The zombies get a chance to hit both Organborg and Rhaegar. They're going to go for Organborg. Organborg first. They hit you with a 17. Roll for attack. They deal eight damage to you. Are you still enraged? Uh, no, because I think, I think it says whenever I don't get hit for my next turn, rage goes away. Okay, so you take 8 damage. Next, we have Rhaegar. With the 16, they most definitely hit. They deal 2 damage. Barely. Okay. We're about to be in the room now. <coughs> Alright. The door has a soul cost in front of it before uh, you can enter. Pay. Pay. Alright, you pay one soul. Okay. You now have 14. Or, you have more than 14. We'll talk about it in a second, how many you have. Alright. Inside the room, you can see it's like a small lounge area. Nothing too fancy, but there is a chalk outline on the wall. And it is of two fists with wraps on the fist. Mm -hmm. New weapon. How much? The soul cost is 10 souls. I don't even give a shit. Alright, you, you spend the souls. 
Okay, so Rhaegar, are you buying this weapon for yourself? You can have it. You only have a hook. That is true. I'm giving it to Oregon Morgan. Mm -hmm. You have received the Friction Wraps. This is an item from the Dungeon Strugglers Patreon, and it was on Pinterest. And the Friction Wraps are similar to, like, uh, tape that boxers wrap around their knuckles. They... They cover your fist, and they will affect your unarmed strikes. So, every they give you plus one to your attack on all unarmed strikes, and to all damage with unarmed strikes. Every time you make an unarmed strike, you build a charge. Every three charges, you get to deal an additional 1d8 fire damage. Mm-hmm. You can only build up to nine charges to make a total of three D8s. So I'm going to use them three times, or nine times, or whatever? No, so... That's just the charge. That's just the charge. You can use them, like, you're you're good, you've got them. But, so, you would have to hit three separate people to build up three charges to use one D8 of fire damage. On the third charge, you can't expel it. Like, you can't... Hit a person, then you gain the charge. You have to wait to the next turn to use the charge. And you can only build up to three uses. So that's nine charges, a three, which would be 3d8 of fire damage. Make sense? All right. Now the zombies are entering the room. There's nothing else of significance. Would you like to fight or run? Run. Run. All right, everyone make an acrobatics roll. Actually, before we do that, can I roll medicine for him? Oh, well, I guess no, I can't that, really No, that only okay. applies. I rolled, I rolled a good acrobatics. Yeah. Okay. 21. Uh, 18. Board. 14. You all managed to successfully dodge the zombies. Okay, you're now standing out in the hallway. You can go either straight through the circular room and into the lobby, or you can go left or right. What's that? I'll say we go left. All right, we go left. All right, as you head left, you come to a turn in the hallway that turns back left, and there's a set of double doors. The cost to open the door in front of you is one soul, or you can go down the hallway where there is another door. So one soul, let's go. So the double doors is one soul? Or is that the one down the hall? The, further? You don't know about the one down the hall. Oh, okay. Here's, there. Open this one while we're here. We'll open this one while we're here. <clears throat> Alright, you, you open the door, and inside you are now standing what appears to be a kitchen. So, someone roll perception. 19. Wait, 20, but not a natural. Okay. You can tell that there are all sorts of wonderful, nutritious food items in the kitchen. Possibly some that might even be magical in quality to give you some health back. Okay. Okay. Can we close the doors to prevent zombies from coming in? You cannot. Okay, well then let's just hurry. You can roll investigation to find these possible food items. Okay. I'm very bad at investigating. Somebody's going to investigate. I'm also bad at investigating. Seven. 
You manage you manage to find a bushel of potatoes. There's three measly looking potatoes in each. I'm gonna chop on a potato. You need a potato. I'm also gonna eat a potato. The three of you roll a D four to heal. Jeez. Do we have any modifiers at all? Nope. Hey, at least three. Two. Alright. Zombies are now entering this room. There is also a door that leads to what looks like a meat locker. But it it costs a soul to open as well. You can either go through that door, stay in this room and fight, or make an acrobatics roll to get out. But know this. The way, like, how I'm doing acrobatics rolls are zombies follow you into rooms. So every room that they follow you into, you have to make an acrobatics roll to get back through the so line. So we have to make two acrobatics rolls if we went into the meat locker. Correct. I say we leave it for now. Uh, it's just a meat locker. Best we could do is eat some frozen meat. Yeah. I'm guessing. Okay. So we fine? No. No. I'm still running. We're, we're going to run past the zombies. To the other doors. And go down the hall. Okay. If you're good with that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sixteen. Bueno. Twenty-two. What did you roll, Organborg? Six. Organborg is subject to an attack by the zombies as he is not very graceful exiting the kitchen. They roll a ten. Does that break your AC? It does not. All right, Ooh. you guys are good to go. Now, you are back in the hallway where there's a bend. You can go back towards the center of the mansion where the circular room is or down the hallway where the uh, the other door is. Down the hallway. Let's go down the hallway. Okay, as you get down the hallway, you come to the door and it, again, costs one soul to open. Open up. Alright, so now we're at 22. 22. Yes, yep. you're at 22 souls. Alright. Upon opening the door, you realize it is a boiler room or a, just a, it's a very hot room that has a furnace in the center of it. Someone can roll perception or investigation if they have a little bit more detailed idea of what they want to do. Thirteen. Uh, perception or investigation? Perception. Okay. You notice that inside the, inside the furnace, it is really, really hot, but amongst the coals, you can almost see something sitting inside. Twelve investigation. Wait, 13, sorry. You see a flask sitting inside of the furnace with a boiling hot liquid inside that looks like magma. What if we put it on the zombie somehow? Uh, well, you have to get it out. I think, it's I think in it the would furnace. be used for something else, probably. Yeah. Like what? I don't know. But not, I, should, I don't think we should waste it on any? zombies. With my perception roll, can I see anything that I can use to grab it? Uh, no, but there also there is a dagger chalk outline on the wall. Okay. You can oh, clearly oh, tell oh. it's a dagger. Uh, can I use my hook to try to scrape it out of the furnace? Yes. I would say that's a sleight of hand thing because it matters how close you're, you know, it, you have to use a, you have a, hook too. a nice steady hand. I lost my hook, so give me yours. All right, I'll give him my hook. So okay. Twelve. With a twelve, you manage to pull out the flask, and it looks like a part that might could be used later. Okay. 
Alright, now zombies are entering the room. You have two options. There is a, a stairway that leads upstairs that is separate, or there is the way you came in. You'll either have to make an acrobatics roll to get out the way you came, or go through the stairs, but they are blocked. The stairs are blocked? Everything's yes. blocked? The stair, the stair is blocked, but if you pay a soul, it will remove oh, okay. the blockade. Yes, no idea. Um, I want to use one of my blast boxes and to push back the zombies. Okay. So I just you you'll roll for attack and throw it at wherever you want to throw it. I want to throw at the zombies and push them out of the doorway so we can go. Where are we going? Are we going. Do we do we want this dagger? It's on the wall. It's it's a chalk outline of a dagger. Do we have time to check that out before they get to us or no? Uh, you can just see that the, it costs. Um, it costs two souls. I don't need it. Uh, it might be cool, though. It might be a cool dagger. I think if you don't already have a dagger's weapon, you should get it. Well, I have the fist and I have the hook. Well, actually, he has my hook now. I'll get the dagger, but you got to do that first. Okay, and I'll, we'll throw my, I'll throw my box stairs. and push him out. Are we going back to the lobby? or? Like, I want to go to the stairs. Go to the stairs. So, all right, so I'll push him the opposite. I'll try to throw it to push him the opposite way of the stairs. Okay, so go ahead and make your uh, throw, and this will be something you would add dexterity to as a modifier to like increase because it's a ranged attack. Okay. I got sixteen. All right, that is an excellent place throw, and they have to make a DC save of fifteen. And so if they get a fifteen or higher, they do not take damage, but they do get blown back. That's all I really needed for. Mm-hmm. Damage would be nice too. They do not exceed it. So roll three d eight to deal thunder damage to them. Yeah, that's a d eight. So six times three. So they take eighteen damage. Amazing. All right. Now the way is clear for you. A little bit longer. You guys can do. Uh, you said you want to go the stairs. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this dagger first. So I'm gonna two souls. All right. You expend two souls and you receive a dagger. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> what? I was hoping dagger. it was going to be cool, it's like bloodshot. A, it's just a normal dagger. It's, it's just a dagger. a dagger. I throw it in the fire. No, you no, don't. No, I keep it. I keep it. Okay. Heat it up. All right. So, uh, next, in front of you is the block stairs. They cost one soul to remove the barricade. Let's do that. All right. The, bar- the uh, barricade is removed, and you, are, you guys are left with 19 souls total. Okay. Alright, as you move up the stairs, you come into a sort of supply room that has a couple crates in it, and uh, there's all sorts of stuff around. There's a few crates open, but there's nothing really of significance that you can find in the crates immediately. But there is a workbench sitting against the wall. Investigate? Sure. What are you investigating? The workbench. Sure. Uh, 20, but not a natural one. You can tell that this is most definitely a great place to assemble the parts you have found. But with the parts you have, you cannot build anything at this time. You're still missing some crucial pieces. Just look at the crates. Okay, let's, I want to investigate the crates. All right, you have a little bit of time. 
Uh, How many crates is there? Can, can I? There's a lot of crates. You can. You could all three investigate, oh, okay. like with the amount of crates. Fifteen for mine. Seventeen for mine. Oh wow. Nine. Okay. Giselle with her seventeen finds a health potion. It's pretty sweet. It has a very thin glass surface, and it appears like it could be thrown or broken. One might say it almost looks like a splash potion. <laughs> I say we all stand together and throw it straight to the ground. <gasps> that is so true. Rhaegar, you also find a health potion. Uh, Organborg, you do not find anything. No. Okay, okay, you mean there's nothing. Okay. There's not even like a piece of string. There's straw. There's some okay. empty okay. straw. Okay. So we save one of them. Because we save one of them for Abney. Well, do, sister. Can I, can I sister. Yeah, if you want, if you want to keep the straw, wanna, you can I keep I the straw. Some straw just in case okay. I need yeah, okay. you can keep the straw. Let's, wait, is there more crates? Uh, no, those are the only okay. crates. Okay. All right. So I, I say all three of us come together. I'll throw my splash potion, and we'll see if it can heal all of us. All right. So we all stand together. I throw it straight at our feet. Boom. Roll a d12 to heal. Yes. God. Please. <laughs> What'd you roll? That's what I Oh, yeah. Rhaegar's got a 12. You go first. <laughs> it's because it hit your dime. <laughs> Reroll. Reroll. No. Oh, man. Organborg rolled a 1. Hit 3. That's still better than nothing. You should have went first. Giselle got a 3. Okay. Get your dice out of my way. Alright, now there are zombies entering the room. That's how we still have. You have you have two options. There is a open hallway that you can go down that will lead you somewhere you can't tell. Like it turns the corner and goes down. It's an open hallway though. Or you can make an acrobatics check to go back down the stairs. What if it's a dead end? We can still acrobatic. I say we don't go back. Let's not go back towards him. Let's go back. Let's go towards him. Yeah, let's go further. Go further, man. We don't know where we're going. Alright, so as you get down the hallway, you see it leads to another set, or it's one door, but it's going to cost one soul to open. You have 19 souls. We'll open it. Alright. After this, I think. A soul flies out of the skull, and you're left with 18, and now it opens up into a room full of beds. And you can tell that it's probably where the servants' quarters are. Anyone want to roll persuasion? Or persuasion. Perception? Persuade the beds. Persuade the beds. Nice. I rolled a 16. All right. With a 16, you can tell that there are some things amiss. The beds are unmade, and it looks like everyone got up in a hurry. But you also notice a box sticking out from one of the beds. And there is a flute in the corner of the room. <gasps> get flute, get flute. <laughs> get flute. I'm going to go and I'm going to go investigate the box. All right. Twelve. Inside the box, you find a flask containing a green liquid. It is a part that can be used later. Okay. Should we be writing down these parts? Uh, I'm keeping up with the okay, parts okay. that you have. Alright, so now there is nowhere else to go in this room other than back the way you came. The zombies have not made it into the room yet, so you can either stay in the room and wait for them to come or meet them in the hallway. You'll have to make acrobatics checks to get through the hallway and get through the room where the workbench is. 
I'll leave that up to y'all. Man, we're going to have to fight them sometime. But I don't know how many waves are left, and I want to finish investigating. But she's got a flute now. We can we can investigate that later. Um, I say we we have we still have another health potion if needed. Yeah. We didn't throw both down, right? Yeah. Okay. one. So I say we we try to run past them and go down another hall or something. Okay, I'm good with that. It's just okay. That. All right, so you we'll guys stuff for you. You guys go out into the hall. Mm-hmm. All right, you will have to make one acrobatic check to get through the hall. Not 20. 20, but not in that 20. Organborg does not have to make another acrobatic check to get through these rooms. Rhaegar, you make it through without a scratch. 12. Giselle barely scrapes through. <laughs> but Rhaegar and Giselle both have to make another acrobatic check to get through the workbench room and down the stairs into the boiler room. Not 20. Giselle... Is so good at doing acrobatics that she doesn't have to make the next one. A, t- a ten. Rhaegar, unfortunately, is not that great at acrobatics this time, and he is gonna get hit. If or he's gonna, they're gonna have the opportunity to hit you. Ooh, they roll a fifteen, which I assume hits, and you take two damage. Oh, okay. Okay. You just got pushed 12. You guys are now in the boiler room and the zombies are following behind you. You can go... The only way to go is back back the way you've already been. That is new. You haven't been to the uh, meat locker in the kitchen. Other than that, everything you would do is to go through the circle room. Do you think the healing potion would work on Sister Phoebe to get her to regain We should say that when she's with us. But how do we get her awake eventually? When it's going to be a while back up stairs. Should we go on the meat locker? As, you, have to make- as you deliberate, the scene cuts to Sister Phoebe and Tommy. Nice. nice. Sister Phoebe wakes up dazed and confused. Yeah. Where am I? Lady, I'm not real sure. Tommy, how did I get in here? Your friends brought you here. And they left me? Yeah. With you? Yeah. I don't understand. Oh, wait. I remember. My goddess, she has forsaken me. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, what are we going to do now? I guess we'll just wait here. I'm pretty sure you're an adult, lady. I don't know what to do. Um, Tommy, do you think you can stay here by yourself? Probably. Okay, um, I think I'm gonna go try and find my friends. Well, they closed the door. (gasps) You're right! We're stuck in here! Yeah. Oh no. Sister Phoebe starts crying. I thought that they wanted to be my friend, and they left me. (laughs) Tommy, with a blank expression, says, They're there. (laughs) (laughs) No, Tommy. You're my only friend left in the world. Okay. (laughs) Okay, now we're back to 
Rhaegar, Organborg, and Giselle. You guys are in the boiler room, and you can go wherever, but the zombies are behind you, up the stairs, heading towards you. So, we can go to the meat locker, or we can go back to the circle room, to the lobby place that we haven't been. You also didn't go to the right uh, of the hallway of the circle room. You've yeah. effectively been on the left side of the mansion. You haven't went to the right side at all. On the downstairs. Do you want to finish this side before we go anywhere else? Yeah, we go in the meat locker room okay. real quick. Okay. Okay. All right. You guys go down the hallway, get through the kitchen, and you're at the door of the meat locker. It is a big, heavy metal door that requires a strength check to open. I got this, guys. Fifteen. A fifteen is barely enough to crack open the heavy door for you to get into the meat locker room. Someone want to roll perception? Six, seventeen. All right. Once you get into the meat locker, you can see that it's full of like hanging hogs and slabs of meat, all all normal things that you would see, but. In the corner of the room, on a stack of, excuse me, boxes of, of frozen meat and all sorts of that stuff, you see another flask. And inside it is filled with a lightish blue liquid. This is another part that can be used later. Grab that hoe, All right. Now, you will have to make an acrobatics check. Uh, Giselle doesn't because she rolled a nat 20 last time but Rhaegar and Organborg will both have to make a check to get out of the kitchen and into the hallway 18 6 Organborg <laughs> is swung at by the zombie horde and they get a 9 so or a 6 I'm sorry yeah. so I don't think they hit you with a 6 nope. All right, you guys are now in the hallway that leads to the circle room and to the right side of the manor, or the mansion. Hallway or lobby doors? Let's go down the right side of the hallway. Is that good, y'all? Let's go get Phoebe. Let's go check on her, make sure no one, no zombies got into the room. Plus we have the health potion. Okay. And we can all stand beside the health potion again and throw it on all of us. Okay. I agree. Okay. Let's go. So we'll go back to the tile room. Okay. There is no zombies that way, so they will just follow you that way. So when you get into the room, you'll have to make two acrobatic checks, one to get through the tile room and then through the hallway. Other than that, there you don't have to meet any zombies going there. So okay. you guys get to the tile room, open up the door. What do you do next? Okay. We walk up we to run. Sister Phoebe. We're already up there. Are we already up there? Yeah. Um, let's stand in a vicinity. Organ board. And push these cages together. And then we all stand. And the other two children, and us, and Sister Phoebe, and Tommy, all get healed. when we If we throw the splash push. Okay. So I will, I will push all three cages together. If their arms link yeah, apart. Yeah. Push them all together. Okay. I have the health potion, so... Sister Phoebe, I'm good to see you again. Throw it down. All right. Everyone roll a D12. All right. So, after you guys have healed up, the other two kids come too, but 
They are just as blank-faced as Tommy, and they are just sitting there staring at all of you. Tommy, who is pleasantly surprised to see you all again, says, Hi. Hey, Tommy. Did you take care of Sister Phoebe while we were gone? Yeah, she took a nap. Okay. Uh, we're going to let her out now, okay? Okay. Yeah. We open the cage and let Sister Phoebe out. I was so scared. I thought you guys left me here. No, we, we, no. We had to protect you. Yeah. Okay, there was a cat in the background that meowed somewhere in the house. Other than that, the zombies are progressively heading towards you guys. Now you have to you have a couple options. You can either fight from your position or make acrobatic rolls to get back out. Okay. Tommy, we're going to take care of these kids while we're gone. Okay. All right. Let's get out. All close right. the tile door. And I say we leave again. All right. So you close the door, and zombies are now pouring into the tile room. Everyone give me two acrobatic rolls, one to get through the tile room and then through the hallway to the zombies. Oh, tell me your first one first. 21, but not now. Crit fail. Ooh. Mm. No. Organborg trips on one of the tiles and lands back on the wall, pressing the spike tile button. You motherfucker. Uh, spikes shoot up out of the floor. Everyone, give me a dex save. So then, do we get to add the modifier for dex saving? Yeah. yeah. I it's a dex saving throw. Oh, really? I rolled a nat 20. Dang, Sister Phoebe, very much rejuvenated after her <laughs> incapacitated period, does some fancy footwork, makes it away from the spikes, and gracefully dodges all the zombies and gets out into the hallway flawlessly. 16. Giselle manages to dodge the spikes. 18. Rhaegar dodges the spikes. 15. Organborg dodges the spikes, but the zombies also have to make a saving throw. They also, unfortunately, were not standing by the spikes, so the spikes affect no one. <laughs> now, Organborg, you still need to make an acrobatics roll. Rhaegar got through the first um, room, the tile room. Mine was 11 for the first one. The, that is just barely enough to scrape through the zombie horde. So, Organborg. 16. You managed to get through. So now, Rhaegar, Organborg, and Giselle have to make another acrobatics roll to get through the hallway. We have to roll three? Three times? You roll, you roll, and you roll. But you roll, everyone rolls one time. Well, I'm, I'm saying. You had a crit fail, so it changed for you. Okay. 16. 15. 2. Oh, wait. 18. Okay. Giselle and Rhaegar both get through the hallway with ease, but Organborg's big toe kind of <laughs> tripped him up a little bit that, you know, he's missing his toe because of his accident with his brother. And so he is unfortunately subject to an attack. They roll an 8 and do not hit Organborg. Okay. Yeah. Now, all of you are standing 
on top of the staircase, you can either go to the right where the children's room are and the where you found the potions, or you can go down the stairs to unexplored places. Downstairs. All right. As you guys get down there, there's uh, there's two ways you could go that you haven't been yet. Into the lobby, where uh, past the lobby is the exterior doors that lead outside, or to the right of the hallway behind the stairs. Where would you like to go? Uh, I think we should go to the right behind the stairs. All right. Y'all agree? Yes. All right. Cool. Okay, as you get down there, uh, similar to the other side where the kitchen is, the hallway turns, and there's only one door at the end of it. Okay, we'll go towards the door. It costs one soul to open. Go with me. All right, you now have 17 souls. And inside is a new room that seems to be like a stable of sorts. It has a big opening that has a small fence that leads to an outside courtyard, but it is a barrier which you cannot pass. You'll have to pay a soul to get through there. Other than that, someone roll me a perception roll. I have plus four. 20. 20. All right. Was it that 20? No. Okay. You can see that there is a carriage inside this room, as well as a pile of bones where the horse should be. Mm. Oh. Other than that, there is uh, a chalk outline on the wall of what looks like a whip, and it costs two souls to purchase. Guys, come on. There's, there's, there's something cool in here. Okay. Here we go. All right. Okay. Do you want to buy this whip, Sister Phoebe? I do. Yes. You have fifteen souls left, and you now get a whip. Awesome. I have a question. Can I? Uh, I have a bundle of straw that I have all go. Yes. And I'm guessing it has a little string wrapped around. You know. Yeah. To keep it together. Could I get some of them bones and make like what looks like a dummy, so the zombies will be attracted towards it rather than us, or no? You can, but it would definitely be a roll. I'm not sure what role it would be. Maybe. I think performance is going to be the closest thing we can yeah. do to... Cra- like, there's not really a craftsmanship yeah, role. Yeah. Maybe sleight of hand, because it's like how well you can use your hands, but I would say it's more of a performance role overall. Gotcha. He doesn't have a floor. Where goes my bundle of straw? You make something, but it is not anything that will distract a zombie. Okay, the zombies are coming in behind you. You now have limited options. You can either fight your way through them, or you can make acrobatics roll to go back the way you came, or you can go into the courtyard, but it will cost one soul to open the door. I say let's don't go to the courtyard yet. I'm just the yellow I think we should, we should go while we're still in the whole mansion. We should go. I don't think this is gonna like let us free though. No, if we go in the courtyard, probably not. We'll just have to make. No, it the move. courtyard is fenced. Yeah, sorry. I think this is. It'll only take us two. Okay, well let's go to the courtyard then. All I'm right. It costs one soul to open the gate. Wow. All right. You now have fourteen souls, and you enter the courtyard. Someone roll perception. Twenty-two. 
Alright, with the 22 you can clearly see that there's one singular lamp standing in the middle of the courtyard that looks oddly magical in a way and it is lighting up the entire courtyard. Also, to the side of where there, the courtyard is made up of two walls of the manor or the mansion and then two fenced walls with a large gate for the carriage but it is locked and you cannot open it. On the side where it runs up to the wall of the mansion there is an odd machine there and on it it says fill a fist machine. Um, guys that the thing over there says fill a fist machine I had to tell you that because I know organ board can't read. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what that means, but maybe we should go over and investigate it. Okay. I'm going to grab this lamp, too. This lamp's oh. cool. Someone roll investigation on either of the things. 20 through 2. What are you investigating? The filament machine. The filament machine? Yes. Filament machine? All right. You can see with your 22 that this is clearly a magical machine that has a perfect indent for you to place a weapon inside. And there's a giant lever on the side that quite possibly will increase your weapon's value. But it has a cost of 20 souls. Oh my god. For we one weapon? One weapon. Hey, to, to fill a fist, one weapon, it costs 20 souls. We don't have you have just a small amount of time before the next wave comes in. Also, there is another door. I forgot to tell you this in your percep perception roll. There is a door on the side of the house that the Phila Fist machine is on that leads back into the lobby, which is the only room you have not been in. It costs one soul. So your options are to, you still have a little bit of time in this area before the zombies get to you. Can I say I, we just do the last one and then fight. We might get something good. While we have time, I think we should investigate this lamp. Yes. Alright, so I'm going to roll investigation on the lamp. Terrible at investigating. I'm going to investigate it. Um, eight. The lamp appears to be powered by a central flask. Inside the flask, Looks like bottled lightning. I think we. I think I'll pick that up. Guys, look what I found. Oh, All right, so roll. Cool. You're going to have to roll a sleight of hand oh, to Lord. remove it okay. without shocking yourself. No, that wasn't my roll. That wasn't my roll. What was that? 14 plus 4, 18. You perfectly remove. The, uh, the flask from its position, which makes the visibility lower in the area, but you have received the fourth and final flask part, but you are still missing one part. Okay. Now the zombies are coming in. You have to fight the zombies, dodge through the zombies, or open the next door and go into the lobby. You have 14 souls. I think we should fight. We haven't been in the lobby yet, though. We can always come back. Well, while we're out here, we, we could fight. If we gather enough souls, one of us could upgrade our weapon. I can't fight. 
I say we lobby one more time. I say lobby. Just okay. to see if there's yeah. anything Just in there the that can help door. us. Okay, That's we'll go lobby. Anything soul to help for us. Door. All right, you now have 13 souls, and you open up the door that leads to the lobby. So essentially, this is a big circle. It's hard to visualize, but from from the courtyard to the lobby to the circle room and to the stable, there with some hallways connecting the circle room and the stable, you can make a giant circle. Um, well, it's a square, but you know what I'm saying. And uh, someone roll perception for inside the lobby. Thirteen. With a thirteen, you can see that there is a large fountain in the center of the lobby. Other than that, there is nothing of any significance that you can see. I would like to quickly investigate the fountain. Oh, I bu- also there is a uh, scimitar outline on the wall with chalk and it cost three souls. You might not have a melee weapon? I have one. I do too, but I just don't want it to be not cool again. Well, um, a scimitar is good in either way. Yeah, yeah okay. Honestly. Let's go to the fountain first. Let's go okay, I'm going to investigate ten. You can see that the fountain has a bunch of pipes that water runs through to shoot out the fountain. Can I drink the water? You can't, I guess. Yeah, if you want to. I want to see what happens if I drink the water. So I I just, like, cup the water with my hands and drink some. It tastes like like some dirty-ass fountain water, (laughs) and nothing happens. Okay. Not the fountain of youth. I tested it, guys. Good job, Sister Phoebe. Do we we want slash need this scimitar? You can have it if you want it. All I have is a hook. I got the I got the wraps on my fist, but like all I have is a hook. You should get it. Okay, so we'll we'll get the, I'll get the scimitar. All right, you spend three souls and you're down to ten, and you now have a scimitar. All right, so you have a scimitar. It does one d six, just a normal scimitar, nothing nothing crazy, but you now have a weapon. All right. All right the zombies are coming through into the lobby now. You can either fight them. Or run, or make acrobatics check to run through them back to somewhere you've been. Uh, can we uh, can we kind of stand guard around Sister Phoebe and she investigate while we fight off? Sure. Let's do that. Okay. Right. I guess. I'll- However, if one of you gets hit, it will cause a break in your defenses, which will allow her to be hit. That's good. And she will have to spend her turn investigating rather than fighting, so she will have no defense if this is the case. Okay. It's same order. Rhaegar is first. Okay. I'm gonna use. We'll actually put Sister Phoebe. We'll put. We'll we'll change the order for the sake of your um your plan because Sister Phoebe would need to go last, and then the zombies would go before her. Okay. All right. I'm gonna take my <clears throat> warhammer. I'm gonna smash them all so right on the head. A fourteen. You definitely hit. And an eight. All right, you deal eight damage to the horde. Next is organ board. All right, I want to use my scimitar and slash up as many as I can. All right, go ahead. Seven. Uh, nine. You hit. Okay. Two damage. Uh, that goes. Scimitar adds strength. Yes. 
Alright, you deal 6 damage. Very nice, very nice. Alright, next is Giselle. Take my hand axe and go between his legs and go up his body. Ooh. Yeah. Pee -pee with me. Unfortunately, <laughs> the zombie you are attempting to fight was a woman, so you will only be widening the canyon on this one. <laughs> well, 20, not a nat 20. Um, 6 damage. Alright. Now it's the zombie's turn. They miss organ board. Ooh, with a 19, they strike Rhaegar, breaking your defenses and dealing seven damage. All right, now they're going for Giselle. They miss with a six, and one managed to squeak past Rhaegar and is going to attempt to attack Sister Phoebe. They miss completely with a four and Rhaegar is able to push them back and hold the defense. Sister Phoebe, it is now your turn to investigate. Okay, yeah, I'm going to use my turn to continue to investigate the fountain. I rolled a 21. Alright. So. You can clearly see that one of the pipes is broken loose and looks like it could be useful in some sort of way. Guys, this pipe is broken. What do you think I should do with it? Uh, Break it off and Put it in your inventory. Okay, I'm gonna try to break it. I'm kind of struggling with these zombies right here. Okay. <laughs> Make a strength roll to see if you can break it off. Nine. Because it was loose anyway, you were able to loosen it further, but you cannot fully remove it. Okay. You have. You also now have the choice to join the combat. You'll just go with the last of the initiative. Okay, I'll quit focusing on that and I'll and I'll try to pull my weight. All right, now we are back to Rhaegar. Okay, take my war hammer again. I'm going after these mofos. I'm gonna try and pop a head off. Seventeen. Nine. All right, you do a nice nine damage to the horde. All right, next we have Organborg. Okay, I want to use my. Uh, I guess I'll use my, my fists so I can maybe charge up. So I will punch one right in the nose. All right. Or his nose hole. So it's an unarmed strike. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 15 to hit. You hit. That builds one charge. Six damage. All right. Doesn't, it, doesn't it add two damage for every unarmed strike? You get to add, you add one to hit and one to damage from the wraps alone. And then you also add your strength modifier to that. Okay, so, so it'd be a seven. Then I okay, I forgot about that one damage or whatever. My bad. That's fine. Uh, also, you should probably keep up with your charges. That way, you know when you can expel. All right. Next, we have Giselle. Okay, I'm gonna take my hand axe again and just slice one straight in the throat with a one. You rolled a one to My attack. attack. Yeah, so I don't attack. You critically <laughs> fail the attack. And what did you attack with? My hand axe. As you go to swing, unfortunately, your hand axe flies out of your hand because of your loose grip and falls into the fountain. Now you are unarmed. Cool. And 
it is to the zombie's turn, so they get to attack. They roll a five that doesn't hit organ board. A four that doesn't hit Rhaegar. A fifteen that smacks Giselle and deals one damage. And then they're gonna swing at Phoebe with an eighteen. Man, our our less health characters really getting well done. <laughs> And you take two damage. (laughs) Alright, now it is your turn, Sister Phoebe. Okay, um, can I roll perception and see how many zombies are left? Or investigation? Uh, you can roll perception as a... Bonus action? Yeah, as a bonus action. I rolled an eight. There's a lot. Oh, wait, no. Eight. Twelve. You can tell that there's a approximately 90 health points worth of zombies left. Okay. I took a little nappy nap when I was in the cage with Tommy. Glad it was a nappy nap. Yeah, it was a nappy nap, guys. And so, I get on my knees and I go to prayer to the goddess and I say, Our mother, who resides on the moon, hallowed be thy name. Please, Grant me the strength to fight these zombies. And I pull out my holy symbol, which is the three moons. I've said my prayer. Now they have to succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Every undead within 30 feet of me, if they fail, must go as far away as possible. Oh, okay. So what's the what do they have to beat? A twelve. All right, they're gonna roll. They roll a seven, so they do not beat your DC, and all of the zombies stop and turn around and frantically run out the door, leading into the courtyard, and they are all clamoring to get off the fence. They will not disappear because they too cannot leave the building, yeah. but. None of them will attack you because they are all trying to get away from you. Meaning you have free opportunity attacks until her spell stops working, which is... The spell lasts for one minute or until any of the zombies take damage. Alright. What would you like to do? I want to break the rest of the pipe loose. Okay. You're also out of combat. Yeah. Nine... Nine is not enough. You loosen it further, but it still needs to be worked off. Okay. I'm going to try and yank Let this the lizard man try. Off. With a ten. With a ten, he finally loosens the pipe off. You now have all of the parts. Let's go to the... I don't even know. remember where the Workbench. crafting bench is. Okay. So, I say since we have all the components to craft this weapon... We go back to the workbench. Yes. Okay. Okay. Let's head there. You guys also have 21 souls now from the zombies you have just killed. Alright, so because the zombies are still clamoring to get away from you, and there's still many of them left, the Dark Lord is unsuspecting of what's going on at the moment. So you guys are free to roam for a little while. And uh, you said the spell lasts one minute? Yes. So you guys have a full minute to get up there and do what you want, which is plenty of time. So you guys get there with no resistance, and you're at the workbench. Okay. 
Alright, everyone. Everyone put your out, items together. Bring out the vials, the hilt, and the pipe. Alright, so you guys are able to put together the wonder weapon of the Deadwood Mansion, and it is called the Flask Lock. It is a weapon that works similar to a brake barrel shotgun that, when opened, you open it up, put in a flask of one of the four you have collected, close it, and then you are able to use the magical properties of each of the four. You have collected the ice flask, which will thus shoot ice magic, the fire flask shoots fire magic, the poison flask shoots poison magic, and the uh, lightning flask which shoots lightning magic. The gun will always use a 1d12 to do damage, but the type of damage will change depending on which flask you use. There's only one gun and you can only use one flask at a time, but you can change them out if you would need to. The gun also has 20 charges, so you can shoot it 20 times before a long rest is needed to refill it. If you do a short rest, it refills 10 charges, but a long rest is required for 20 charges. But if you, for whatever reason, do two short rests and you haven't fired it, then it would get full. The flask lock also has an area of effect quality to it, and anyone within close proximity of the target will have to take a 1d4 of splash damage no matter the attachment, or no matter the flask you're using. So, you guys now have that weapon. Who would you like to give it to? I'll take it. All right. I forgot my hand axe. <laughs> Giselle, now you are in the possession of the flask lock. Okay. The spell has begun to wear off, so now the zombies are coming back for you. You guys are free to... You can get to the circular middle room if you want to before you meet them, or you can fight from where you are. Let's fight in an open room. There's yeah. more range for her weapon. All right, we're going to go... We're gonna oh, go m- the effective range is 20 to 100 feet. Okay. We're going to go meet them. Alright. So, as you guys meet the zombies, there are a few of them left in this round. Would you like to initiate combat? Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Alright, we will keep our role that we had previously, putting Phoebe last and Rhaegar first. Alright. I'm going to take my Warhammer. I'm going to go to town. Stay. Ten. That hits. Nine damage. Oh, whopping nine. Okay. Next, we have organ board. Uh, I want to use my wraps and uh, use an unarmed attack. Nat 20. Oh, that's double the damage, son. So, three plus four. It's eight. So, 16 damage. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Next, we are to Giselle. Alright, I'm gonna take the gun, I'm gonna load it with ice. I'm gonna aim at their feet and try to make them where they can't move. <laughs> okay. You'll, you'll also deal you'll also deal damage to them and they will take a considerable amount of splash damage because there are a lot of them close together. So yeah. 
Okay. Roll to hit. And you also, you add your... Because it's a ranged weapon, you add dexterity to the damage. Oh, and I also didn't say this. Like the bloodshot, the flask... uh, the flask lock has a plus five to hit, so you will add plus five to your attack roll. Okay. Fifteen for the attack, plus five. Yeah, you add plus five to the attack roll. So twenty. Twenty. Okay, and then. You definitely hit. <laughs> so one d twelve for damage, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, plus your dex modifier. Fifteen. Oh wow! Wait, He's... is this a twelve? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. 15. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So you deal a whopping 15 damage to them. And they also there's about 6 of them together, so they also have to take 4d6 of splash damage. They rolled a 4 okay. times 6 is going to be 24 additional damage. They are not looking hot. <laughs> All right. Next is the zombies themselves, but they are stuck in ice from the flask sh- or the flask lock, so they're gonna have to roll to break out of it. First of all, it'll be a we'll say strength saving throw. They definitely do not break out, so they are stuck struggling in the ice as their turn. Next is just uh, Sister Phoebe. Okay, I'm gonna take my long sword and slash at the closest ones to me with both hands. Sixteen. You definitely hit. I do three damage. The four damage. <laughs> okay. There's only two zombie or no, I'm sorry, there's more than that. There's about four zombies left. Period. Okay. I'm gonna take my war hammer. Knock is knock. Eight. Yeah, that hits. Okay. Ten damage. All right, very nice. All right, organ board. I want to use my uh, my wrapped up fists for an unarmed strike. Seven. Well, I guess that would be a. No, it's still seven. I wouldn't say I'm proficient in the wraps. What I to unarmed, so it's. I don't think you're proficient in unarmed okay. strike. It would specify in your class, so it's still seven though. Yeah. Eight damage. All right. There is only one meager zombie left, and he is still stuck in ice. He's going to attempt to get out. He rolls a nat 20, so he immediately bursts out of the ice, enraged, ready to eat some brains, and he's going for Sister Phoebe, who is the closest. He misses Sister Phoebe, and it is now to you, Sister Phoebe. What about me? She never Oh, I'm sorry. I skipped you and put the zombie in front of you. It is your turn. So now that happened with the zombie? No, it still happened. I just went out of turn. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, well, since the zombie's loose, I'm just going to take the gun, load it with... Um, Loading the gun is an action, I should say. If you load the gun, that will be your turn. So if I just keep it with... You, if yeah. you keep it ice, you can... Then I can do it? Yeah, okay. you can shoot the gun. Okay, keep it with ice and just aim at its face and try to freeze its face. Alright, roll for attack. Seven... And I add a stereo on the attack roll, too? No? You add mm-hmm. five to oh. the attack roll. 
So twelve. Yeah, twelve yes. for attack roll. That hits. 12. Nine plus three is twelve. You completely obliterate the last zombie of this round. Yay! The next round will start soon, but you guys have some time. Alright, so I say we go back to the fill of fist while we still have time before the next round. See if we can upgrade a weapon. Okay. Sounds good. Okay, we All make right. our way to the fill fist. Alright, who is putting what in the fill fist? I'm putting my hammer in the fill fist. Alright, as you put it in there, it costs 20 souls. What? 20 souls fly out of the skull's eyes and into the fill fist machine as Rhaegar's axe, or Great Hammer, sorry, is taken into the machine and bright flashes of light shoot out of the machine as it shakes back and forth. Then, it pops out with a ding, as if a toaster oven has just gotten done with some scrumptious, delicious burnt toast. And then, your hammer has now been transformed. It is now the Chieftain's Fury. It's a rare great hammer that has the ability Earth Shatter. With Earth Shatter, you gain the following. Once per long rest, you slam the ground in front of you, uh, shattering the earth in two. Every creature in a 15-foot cube originating from the point must make a dex save. If they fail, they take 2d8 bludgeoning damage and are knocked prone. If they succeed a dex save, then they take half of damage and aren't knocked prone. That takes an action, and um, next you also get Fire Strike. As a bonus action, once per long rest, you can swing through the air violently, or once per short rest, sorry, you can swing through the air violently and expel a burst of fiery energy that flies towards an enemy within 15 feet. They must succeed on a deck save or take 1d8 fire damage. If they succeed, they are pushed, but they do not take the damage. This is from a Reddit post that I found on Pinterest. Uh, shout out to whoever made it. It's supposed to be for a barbarian, but it doesn't matter who uses it. Uh, you get plus two to hit, and you also get plus two to damage. Is it still a D10? It is still, it's a D10 if you dual do it. it. Yes. Or double hand it. Yeah. Alright. Now you are left with 16 souls, and the round has begun. Are you ready? Zombies start to pour into the courtyard. You can either fight them here or make acrobatic cha- acrobatics to get somewhere else. I think the courtyard is a good place to... Big open area. I think it's a good place. Yeah. Alright. Over the intercom, you hear. Uh, hello? Hello? Is this on? Hello? Yeah, okay. This is Bob, guys. Uh, this is last round. Last round. No one's made it this far, so I'm not really sure how it works, but whatever. Okay, you got it. Good job. Last round. Last round. All right. The zombies are considerably tougher. So, now you guys are able to fight them, but, you know, it's going to be rough. So, We'll keep the same order. The zombies are pouring in. Rhaegar first. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and use Chieftain's Fury. And I'm going to use Earth Shatter. Because I don't think it's going to be useful against the boss because he's only one dude. Whereas this 
could affect a lot. All right. A 12. You uh, hit 12 or damage? Hit 12. Okay, yeah, you hit. 10 damage. Is that... Are you doing Earth Shatter? Oh, yeah, I'm doing Earth Shatter. Okay, uh, with Earth, Earth Shatter, you don't make a attack. I have to oh, roll yeah, you, to make a DC. So what is your DC? I'm guessing it's 12. If you don't have it written down, that's probably what it is. It's, it's 12. Okay. They fail the DC. So they take 2d8 bludgeoning damage. So you do you roll a d8? Uh, the first one was a 8, I guess, because then I added... Okay. Eight and then seven's fifteen. All right. They take fifteen damage. Next is organ board. So, so are they they fall on the ground. They did fall on the ground. Would I get uh, advantage on that or no? Yeah, you'll get advantage on your hit. Okay. Well, I guess it really don't matter. Kind of low Um, I'm gonna use my charged up fist. I have I have enough for one charge up. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna use my unarmed attack. Seven. You hit. Okay. Uh, is it still? Uh, how does the charge up go? Is it still? Have you, you? Do you have three charges? I have three charges. Okay. The next thing you will hit, you will expel a normal melee attack, and then you will add one d8 of fire damage. Okay, I want to do that. So do three plus my strength seven, and then add a d8. Plus the attack, so eight. With the fists, so eight. We have I roll, roll a d8 and add the five damage. Six, so seven plus six, thirteen. Thirteen. I did thirteen damage. All right. Whoop. Next is Giselle. Um. Okay, still so got ice in it, and they're still on the ground. Yep. So I'm gonna fire, or I'm gonna shoot the gun, shoot ice out on them. While they're on the ground, and try and get them to. All right, stuck. roll for attack. Twelve or plus sixteen. Um, eight damage. Sorry. All right. Dang, that sucks. <laughs> All right, you did. You dealt eight damage, and there is a lot of them, so. They will receive a ton of roll. Roll me a d4 for splash damage. Three. Oh wow! So you did. Uh, you did eight damage already, correct? Mm-hmm. All right. Plus the three. Plus the that many. I don't want to tell y'all how many there are of them, but they you dealt a whole lot of damage. Okay. All right. Next, we have the zombies themselves. They're gonna get up and they're they're gonna have to break out of the ice. They managed to break out with 15, and now they're gonna come for everyone. Starting with the organ board, they roll a 15, so they do hit. They roll a six to damage. Next is Rhaegar, miss you with a four. Giselle, miss you with a 10. Phoebe, a 13. Class is a they narrowly miss you then. Yeah. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Next we have uh, Phoebe. It's your turn. I'm gonna cast Sacred Flame. They have to succeed on a 12 Dexterity saving throw. What does Sacred Flame do? 
cast 1d8 radiant damage well, on a creature. They rolled a critical fail, so we'll say it doubles. Bet. So one, 2d8. 2, 8, 10. Nice. They take 10 damage. Well, I would say it works like area of effect because it's supposed to hit one creature at a time. So we'll take however many are left. And they take a stupid amount of damage. That kills them all. What? <laughs> that kills them all. If it applies to every single... If it applies to every zombie, which the way this spell works, it should. Yeah. They all die. No way. They all die. Because you dealt, you dealt 10 damage to all of them. And no, I'm, I'm their, health, I'm their health is... Within 60 feet. They're all within 60 yeah. feet. Their their health maxed out at ten this round, so you just killed all the zombies Hell on the final round. Yeah. Fuck yeah! It Giselle. only took us one turn. Phoebe, too. Phoebe, and all right. Women, power. Fuck yeah, yeah Phoebe. Fuck yeah, Giselle. With three health, just rocking. <laughs> you now have moments before the next event happens. Oh god! What would you like to do? Is there anything we can do? Oh, how many souls? Are you? You guys now have a total of 60 souls after the last round. You can That means you can uh, fill a fist three weapons. Okay. So, let's say we go back and we put in Sister Phoebe's sword. We put in Organborg's bloodshot and Skimitar. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. All right. So, first up, the bloodshot. You enter it in and give it 20 souls. The bloodshot enters the Philophis machine as it shakes violently and emits flashes of light. And out comes the septic slinger. Sorry. With the septic slinger, the bloodshot now does 2d10. And instead of putting in 1 health, you must now roll your hit dice to see how much health is taken away from you and that will give it one charge but it does 2d10 damage keeps its plus five to attack and now deals poison damage on top of all that all right up next we have next sister phoebe puts her longsword into the philophis machine and another 20 souls is released from the skull the longsword while in the machine shakes violently back and forth and flashes of light emit out from the Philippus machine and out comes a golden sword with ten notches in it circular hollow points almost as if to put something you now have the tax blade it is a blade that while out of combat you can place up to ten gold coins into the circular slots in this blade during combat, you can use a bonus action to activate the blade by expending at least one coin placed in its slots. Once activated, your next attack with this weapon gains you plus one to your attack and damage roll for every coin you expend. The attack is considered magical. When a coin is expended, it melts away and is destroyed. This is off of Pinterest from Sean on Twitter. Twitter. Sorry. Thank you very much. Or it also says at Shamaba. Don't know who that is, but thanks. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Next up, we have the Skimitar. 
As Organborg puts the scimitar into the Philophist, it again begins to shake and emit large rays of light out of it. Then with a ding, the scimitar pops out and it is now Echo of the Abyss. This is from Jake Hicks on Pinterest. Um, the Echo of the Abyss is a deals 1d6 plus 2 damage slashing. You gain a plus 2 bonus to attack. And you also um, get an ability called Back to the Abyss. While attuned to this weapon, you will learn the Banishment spell. You always have it prepared, and it does not count against the number of spells you can prepare each day, which doesn't apply to someone who's not a spellcaster, but you can still use it. Endless Depths is also an ability you get, and you can use a bonus action to force one creature you can see within 30 feet of you to make an intelligent saving throw against your spell save DC. On a failed save, they have disadvantage on charisma saving throws until the end of the next turn. You can use this twice per long rest. Alright, so those that is all of your souls, and the next round begins. Would you guys like to change up weapons any? Alright, Organborg, this, this hammer just looks like it was fit for you. It looks like it was fit for a chief. I'm going to give you this hammer. Okay, and I will give you this skin tar. Alright. Over the magical PA system, you hear the dark voice. What? You? They? They did what? Bobby in the background. Sorry, boss. I just. I don't know. I, no one's ever got this far. Sorry, boss. And he says, "Shut up." I'm tired of this. I will deal with them myself. And in front of you, in the courtyard, appears the shadowy figure. Someone, make a perception check. Nine. He is the same shadowy dark figure that you have seen before, but you can note you notice that he looks he doesn't look different. But you're now just getting a little bit better look at him, and you can tell that he's a lot shorter than you thought he was. <laughs> Why? Anyone want to say anything? Y'all are free to deliberate. This is the witch child that Tommy's dad was talking about. You witch think? child? He was speaking of a child who lived in the woods who practiced witchcraft. I'm, I'm chills. <laughs> a witch child? You fools. I'm no child. I'm a god. Oh. Where are your parents? <laughs> Hush. Fool, you think just because you made it through the undead you can beat me? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. <laughs> that's that's not fair. Stop. Stop. Hey, it's because hey. you're short. And now that you're closer you can tell his voice is a lot higher than you really thought. It's almost as if with the le the less confidence he has, the less deep his voice gets. Hey now, listen, listen. I don't know why you're doing all this, but we gotta get these kids out of here, man. I don't know. I don't know what your deal is. Like, why are you even doing this? You fools! You don't even know the power of a soul, of a child. You can power a thousand undead with one soul from a child. You should know this most of all, Dragonborn. Why do you say that? 
If you don't know, you truly are a fool. <laughs> What's your name? None of your concern, winch. If you don't want to face my wrath, you should leave now. And if you wish, you can take the empty husks I've left behind. Just be gone from Deadwood. I'm sick of you. You're no more fun to play with. I think I should whoop your little ass. <laughs> <laughs> Try it, Harpy. <laughs> We're not leaving until you restore the souls to the children that you kidnapped. Why would I do that? Because I said so. <laughs> Someone make a insight check. Organborg, talk to us. What happened? I, uh, I don't, I don't see nothing happening at all. Organborg rolled a critical fail on his inside check, so he is scared of the child. Me shaking and everything. Eleven. With an eleven, you can see that this kid is actually kind of scared. You think he's bluffing. I'm kind of scared. Okay. I want to intimidate him. No, I no. should. Okay. Why? Oh, why? He, he needs to be scared. He needs to be scared. He first he needs to be scared. I guess I can't really intimidate if I'm scared. You think you can scare me? <laughs> yeah, I do. We just killed all these people. Now we're coming for you next. People? They were barely puppets. I ran it on autopilot while I... Why I played Half Night, bro. You're just a kid, a stupid little kid. Hush, Who's winch. keeping other kids prisoner. He points his finger at you. Oh, no. That was trying to intimidate you. I was supposed to roll for you. Oh, well, then roll intimidation. <laughs> 17 plus 6. <laughs> oh, his are <laughs> This child is now shaking himself. in his boots. And you realize... The, it, you can hear the noise that it makes when his feet clatter on the stones in the courtyard. He's wearing really, really high heels to try and make himself look taller. Slay. He begins to cry. He says, you guys aren't any fun. I'm going to tell my dad. I'm tired of this. You guys, I'm not playing anymore. I hate this game. And he casts Dimension Door. And steps through it. He teleports himself into a different spot within range, but you guys don't know where that is, and he is gone. Hmm. But when doing this, you hear Bob over the PA system say, Jesus, thank God that fuck's gone. Oh my God, that little piss ant. I was so tired of his ass. You guys have done me a real favor. Holy shit, meet me in the study if you guys fucking want some rewards. Jesus, I've got all your shit here, too. Holy fuck, I can't <laughs> believe he's gone. Oh, my God, thank you. And then he hangs up. Okay, first, since he's gone and didn't restore the souls to the children, we're going to have to take three of your souls and give to the kids. That's fine. Okay. That means your health is going to go down But just about three. Just about three. three. We have to do sacrifice. Let's go meet with him in the study first and see what he knows. Okay. I'm good with that. So 
as you guys get to the study, you see a short little gnome standing on the desk, and but he has a way deeper voice than what you would expect. And he's like, "Hey guys, uh, I'm Bob. Uh, thanks for thanks for getting rid of this guy. Uh, you know, Bob. I also go by Bobby or uh, Bobby, Billy B. You know, I do." Listen, I've been I've been working I've been working for that little shithead for I don't know how long. Kept a prisoner here, and while he may have not have been a high level necromancer, he was enough to keep me here. But his dad is the real problem, and I heard him say that. I heard him say isn't I don't know who the hell you're talking about, but I heard him say he's gonna go tell his dad. So uh, you guys might want to watch out for future reference. Um, but anyway, uh, here's some of his shit you can have, and here's all your shit. And he hands you one singular bag. Now, this bag he hands you is called a bag of holding. Inside of it is a four foot cubed space that can hold up to 500 pounds, but it always feels like it is only, I think, 15. It's either 15 pounds or 50 pounds, but I think it's only 15. So. This is an unlimited storage, but it is quite the storage. And all of your old tools and armor and weapons and everything is in there. And you guys still have everything you have gained throughout the mansion. Woo. So, it is now up to you in terms of what to do from here. The three kids are still in the room. There are three souls still within Giselle. But... None of you are versed in soul magic. You, one of you can make an arcana roll to try and extract the souls, but there is no guarantees it'll work or that the souls that are in you even belong to the children. Bobby, is there any way that you know, like, would you happen to know where the three children's souls are? I'm going to be honest with you, Lizard Man. There's no telling. They're probably gone in the wind at this point. This little brat here, he would he would take the souls and ship them out to his father so that he could then use them in his workshop. And in exchange, he got free reign of this mansion as his playhouse. And he built his skills as a necromancer. But if I'm being honest, you'll probably never get those souls back. I can tell that you've still got the souls in you Miss Bard Lady and well those probably aren't even the kids souls okay so I don't think we should try that because what if we do do you know the effect of another soul on a person that the soul does not belong to you would essentially make someone with a split personality it would be like two people living in one body but it gets fuzzy and gray because what are you without your soul? You know, are you really considered even a person at that point? How philosophical of you, Bobby. Um. Billy B. Okay, I think that we should look through our stuff and then rest, and then we should try and go get the souls from this guy's dad. I agree, that's what I'm saying. Should we leave the kids here or at least return them to we, them? We should at least return them. We like, we listen, them. We'll, we're going to fix this. We'll get them their personalities back. 
But at least they'll have their kids with them, right? Yeah. They'll they'll have what they'll have something. They'll have something, they'll but have, like no, Tommy. They can get food and stuff. Yeah, it's better than nothing, I would say. But as far as getting their souls back, it's not gonna happen. Not now, at Do least. Do you know where this dad might be? I have no clue. I've been here for years. Years? I've been keeping prisoner here for three or more years. I lose count. It's hard to see the sun in the swamp, and the little shithead always kept the blinds closed, so I can't even count the days. Well, you're free to go now. Through the treacherous and nasty swamp outside? Thanks. You can come with us. You're welcome to come with us. You can hop in the bag. Well, you should also know, if you get into a bag of holding, there's only a 10-minute air supply for one person. Okay, Bobby, you don't get this. <laughs> I mean, I could for 10 minutes, but... Yes, I would love to return to town with you guys if there's a town nearby. I'm guessing there is. Mm-hmm. And we can try and get these kids back to whoever they belong to. Bobby, is there anything else in this mansion that we should investigate? No, I think you guys have pretty much seen it all. Perfect. Okay. Let's go get the kids to walk upstairs. All right, so you get up there, and the other two kids are just silent, sitting, staring off in the distance, and Tommy sees you guys come in. He says, oh, hey, guys. Hey, Tommy. Hey, you ready You ready to go? Yeah, I guess so. All right, sweet. We're going we're gonna to get you and your buddies, and we're going to go back to town and get you with your families. Do you remember your dad? Yeah, I remember my dad. Okay, I'm just making sure, because that'd be awkward. Yeah. Okay. Huh? Okay. What's, what's your buddy's names? I don't know their names. Oh, okay. oh well, I go to the other cage. Hey, man, what's your name? The child stares at you. Okay. Um, okay. Good talk. I go to the other cage. Hey, what's your name? Susan. Hey, Susan. Are you from Are you from Edgemire? Yeah. Okay. okay. We're We're gonna leave. We're gonna go back to Edgemire. Okay. All right. Good group. This is so sad. It's a good group. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we open the cages. Okay. All right, and uh, you guys make it back to Edgemire with no problems. There's nothing along the way. So that's where we will end off. When we start back, you'll be in Edgemire, and we'll just say that you've already returned the kids, and it'll be up to y'all to decide where to go from there. Is this also considered a long rest? Oh, yeah, you're definitely going to take Yay. a long rest. considered a level up. That, too. Bye, everybody. See you next episode. Bye.